0: Good morning and welcome to another episode, a Saturday, July the 3rd episode of the Christian Underground News Network. I'm your host, Kurt Chamberlain, along with your regular co-host, Pastor Dick Chamberlain, and we are delighted to be with you today and and we are so happy that you decided to join us today. Uh, We will be in First Peter again, uh, and I think this might be our last session on First Peter?
1: It's possibly the last one,
0: yes. Okay, possibly the last one. Um, so uh, get out your Bibles. Get out your your note-taking materials. You're not going to want to miss this. Uh, now, on, on a side note, I'd like to make an announcement that, uh, well, we'll to start by saying we hope you enjoyed uh, last Tuesday's episode with our special guest, Dr. J.B. Hickson, and uh, we are pleased to let you know that Dr. Hickson has gr- uh, very graciously agreed to try to be with us every Tuesday, his speaking schedule permitting. There may be times when he's out on the road at a prophecy conference or or uh, speaking at another church uh, or, you know, any number of other activities. He's a busy guy. Yep. Uh, and he's busy for a reason. Uh, he's he's good at what he does, and and uh, and he's good at uh, getting the gospel message out there in a in a in a relevant manner. And we we appreciate that. So we really appreciate him uh, graciously agreeing to spend time with us every week if if he's able to do so. So uh, this coming Tuesday, uh, look forward to another session with J.B. Hickson. And uh, if that changes, we'll, we'll try to let you know in advance. Uh, but as of right now, we've got him for Tuesdays. Uh, Pastor, we've got some more to go in First Peter here. Uh, and I know we've discussed already what the subject matter is going to be. Uh, uh, so I'm going to let you introduce it and take it from here.
1: Well, good morning to you, and, and uh, have a happy 4th of July. Um, celebrate our independence while we still have it, and uh, uh, be proud to be an American. Yes, let me second what uh, Curtis has told you about J.B. Hickson. J.B. Hickson has uh, authored 10 books now, and um, his latest one is ten um, reasons why people go to hell, and why one- some
0: people go to hell, and, and one reason, and the one reason no one ever has to.
1: Yeah, you don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss it. I think he's going to be um, dealing with that book.
0: We're going to be discussing.
1: That I book. think. Yes. I think so, and I can't wait. Uh, <laughs> but I'm going to have to, because uh, a uh, JB has been uh, one of my favorite Bible teachers of all time, because uh, he's to the point uh he, and he's uh, um, he rightly divides the word of truth he does everything just the way that god intended it mm-hmm. and uh, we love him and we love his teaching and Amen. we we're sure absolutely certain that you will too and so that being said every tuesday as long as his schedule permits he'll be on Christian Underground News Network podcast. Be sure and tune in. You don't want to miss it. That's right. Well, we've been in, in the study of First Peter. Before we get to the text, uh, let me just say another word, and I think I've said this on several occasions, and I want to repeat it because what we're doing here is more than just expositing the Word of God to you. Uh, it is our um, desire to teach people how to study the Word of God for themselves. Uh, and if you do, then you might not have to turn and in, tune into podcasts like us. But we want you to know that there are several good ways of studying the Word of God. Now, I use three different methods myself. Uh, first of all, uh, I, I do uh, uh, key word studies. That is, if I see a word that appears in a particular book of the Bible, uh, I like to teach on it, and and I'd like and and you would, and I'd like for you to be able to follow that word through any particular book. For instance, the word "believe" occurs in the Gospel of John 98 times. And so, when we ask you to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ for your Savior, listen, we're not kidding. Believe is a very important word. Um, then uh, I, I do topical studies. For instance, we'll take the topic of redemption, and I think we're going to do a, an episode on the word redeemed. Is that correct, Curtis?
0: Uh, we talked about uh, doing an episode. This morning we talked about doing an episode on
1: repentance. Oh, yeah, re- and repentance. Yeah. So, yeah. so those are just some... Uh, things we can do topically. Um, so, and then the third way is uh, uh, expositorily. In other words, you go through a whole book of the of the Bible and you teach it and, and study it word for word or thought for thought. And uh, so, those are three ways that I personally study. Uh, we all we I want you to take everything in context. That means don't take a word out of its intended meaning. Uh, and so uh, th- those are just ways in which we study. Today we're going to do a word study. Now we've done word studies in First Peter. We've talked about uh, the word grace, which appears eight times uh, in the book of First uh, Peter. And why shouldn't it? Peter uh, disputed with the Lord Jesus Christ. He uh he doubted the lord jesus christ when he was walking on the water and he denied the lord jesus christ and here is first peter writing two books of the bible under the directions of god and his holy spirit and uh, so he says some things that are very pertinent here to uh to how he is what he was and what he is now uh and so uh he uh, he uh, experienced the grace of God. And so we did study on grace. Uh, we uh, we did a study on the the little conjunction, the word but, B-U-T, appeared 28 times. I think I said 26 times in my last podcast, yeah. and I misspoke. It's 28, 28 times. Now. And so since it appeared often, then we did a study on the word but, and we saw that it was a conjunction of contrasts for instance here's what you've been doing but now here's what you should do that sort of a thing and so he does this frequently because uh, because he experienced doing things wrong and having to get it right and do it right and and so who better uh to use that word time and time and time again in his uh, in his book in his first epistle he also used one that we're going to talk about today and and so it's a keyword study and it's a study on the word now we've already done a podcast entitled the word of god is yes yes and you can you can get that on uh, on the anchor platform and uh, it's recorded it's there or Spotify or Podbean oh, you know. Podbean, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you you that you can get that. You can also get it And well, um Anchor is another one. Google's another one. Google, yeah. So
0: podcast um, addict. Yeah uh, Castbox. cast box. Yeah. Yeah, there there are several.
1: Several. And we could get you can get that when the word of God is, and I and I suggest you look at it after you hear this. Now Peter talks about the word of God uh, eight times. Now, it appears eight times, so that makes it a pretty important word. So we're going to do a study on the word word. By the way, one of those uh, 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 references, he uses the word scripture, and it means the same thing. It's mm-hmm. the it's the word of God. It's the Bible. So um, we're going to talk about Uh, the study of the word of God. Now understand this. Peter, uh, according to the book of Galatians, was the apostle to the Jews. And Peter um, then writes primarily to the Jewish mind. Uh, And he begins his epistle by saying, Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ to the strangers... Scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father. Now, the Bible says time and again, and especially in the book of Isaiah, several times referring to Israel being God's elect nation. Now, in the church age, those who are elect are people of every race, creed, color, language. It makes no difference the way you're to be the way you're going to be elect is by believing on the lord jesus christ according to the word of god and so let's look at some of the things that and the impetuous one um, now who's got his heart right and god used him to write two books of the bible and he he tol- talks a lot about salvation uh redemption um sanctification even, uh, and in starting with verse 13 of chapter one, he's talking about uh, the call to Christian dedication. And so the Word of God has much to say about the dedication of the believer to the Word of God. Uh, he said uh, in verse 16, because it is written. Well there's a reference to the scripture. It is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. What's that? That word holy means to be separate, to be sanctified. And he says, And if you call on the Father, who without respect of persons judgeth according to every man's work, pass the time of your sojourning here in fear, for as much as you know that you are not redeemed with corruptible things as silver, gold from your vain conversation received by the tradition from your fathers. You see that? He's talking to the Jewish mind. But with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. So that's how we were redeemed. Um, And then he goes, let's go down to verse 22 of chapter 1. He says, "As Seeing ye have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit, Unto unfeigned love of the brethren, see that you love one another with a pure heart, fervently. Now that's real dedication. And that's dedication to the word, which is the Bible, and the living word, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. Then he says in verse 23, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible. And here's the important word we're talking about today not not of incorruptible seed but not of corruptible seed but of incorruptible seed by the word of god which liveth and abideth forever if you want to be born again there's one way and one way only and that is by the word of god the bible in case you haven't noticed and and someone maybe hasn't told you but here's what we believe and we know that we're right <clears throat> that from genesis chapter 1 through revelation chapter 22 this book is all about god's son the lord jesus christ that's right in the beginning was the word john chapter 1 says and who was that word? It was Jesus Christ, because the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. We beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So this first time we see the word uh, uh, in uh, in First Peter talks about how you can be and were born again and will be if you just believe what this book says believe in the gospel of john we see the word believe 98 times oh. folks in the gospel of john it's amazing and then he says that we go to we go to the next use of of the word is in um, uh, well, we'll continue reading verse 24 for all flesh is as grass and all the glory of man is as the flower of grass. The grass withereth and the flower uh, there falleth away. But the word of our Lord endureth for ever. You know, the word of God was eternally and infinitely in the mind of God. Forever. In Psalm chapter 119, verse 89, it says this Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. And so we see that the word is for salvation, and that very word is forever settled in heaven it endureth forever. Now, there are a lot of fiery darts being thrown against the word of God these days. Yeah, yeah. We use the King James Version because of its over 410 years of of dependence, reliability. Yeah, I think
0: it's 416 years now.
1: 416 years, Curtis says, and he's right. And so it's that word, uh, that we saw in the beginning, the very first, in the first three verses of the Bible, mm-hmm. we talk about the word who is Jesus Christ, and then, and then in in verse twenty, in verse twenty five, we see that same word. And He said, "This is the word by which the gospel is preached unto you." And here's what I want to say, and I've alliterated this. They're all going to begin with S. We've seen salvation by the word. Mm -hmm. We've seen how the word of God has been settled already and forever. And now we see the sounding of the word. Jesus told his disciples, go ye into all the world, teaching all nations. And they were to take the word of God to the whole world world. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared unto all men. And how did that happen? By the sounding of the word of God, which contains the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And this is how we're to be saved. It's, the, it's this word by which the gospel is preached. We're teaching you uh, the, the gospel uh, by by teaching you all of the Word of God or as much of it as we can possibly get to in the time allotted. Uh, but And by the way, Curtis, we're doing this for, so folks can be enlightened and educated and edified, but we're also doing it for enjoyment. Oh, yeah. I, I, I have no greater joy than to be able to be uh, enabled by God to teach and preach his precious and holy word of God, which is already settled in heaven and it's been preached throughout the world. So there's no excuse for anybody, particularly you who are listening. And then he goes, I, go, I want you to go to Second uh, uh, Peter chapter 2 um, and we'll look at the first two verses. He says in verse 1, wherefore, laying aside all malice, all guile, and hypocrisies, and envies, and all evil speakings. You see, get rid of that stuff. That's what Peter's saying. Well, he was guilty of some of this stuff. (laughs) And then he says, and newborn babes. Okay, that's where the word born again comes in. We're born again by the word of God. It says, as newborn babes. We're so, supposed to desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby. Babies, aren't they wonderful? Uh, I, I, honest to goodness, I love to hear a newborn baby cry. That's the first sound he makes. He can't say any words yet and he and and what he's crying for is milk feed me i'm here now i'm breathing i'm crying (laughs) please give me milk and here's what happens babes in christ first of all need milk and when they have enough milk and are nourished in the word of god and start growing up they grow teeth now that's physical teeth but you can also grow spiritual teeth as you mature but in the beginning you need to you need to desire cry for the sincere milk of the word for what reason so that you can grow up the moment you get saved you become a newborn babe in jesus christ many people who get saved don't know a whole lot about the Word of God they've heard the gospel and they've believed it mm-hmm. and God bless them and God bless those who preached the gospel to them people mm-hmm. to those people but but there comes a time uh, after you have desired and sought for and cried out for the sincere milk of the word mm-hmm. and are growing then you can go on to some harder food some meat. Yeah. Because then you'll have spiritual teeth to chew it up, digest it, and grow in grace in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So that's the word of God in, uh, in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 2. It's called the sincere milk. I'm going to turn my page and we'll go to uh, chapter 2, verse 8. Now, understand this. Peter was a Jew and a very ardent Jew. He really was. And because of that, God made him the apostle to the Jews. And he's speaking primarily to Jews. And the Jews were very, very familiar with the Old Testament. Now, should we study the Old Testament, Brother Dick? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, One of the preachers told me one time a long time ago, and I've never forgot this little thing. He said, the new, talk about the New Testament, the new is in the old concealed.
0: The New Testament is in the Old Testament concealed. And the the Old Testament is is in the New New Testament revealed. revealed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so Peter quotes from the Old Testament. And why not? It's the word of God that prophesied the coming and the death and the burial Uh, And the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so Peter frequently quotes the Old Testament. Now, he's quoting something here. He said uh, in verse uh, 6 of chapter 2, he says, Wherefore, also it is contained in the Scripture. That's the word. And so don't just live in the New Testament, although you could. But understand You'll understand the New Testament, the more of the Old Testament you uh, you get in your digestive system. So he says, wherefore also it is contained in the scripture and any quotes from Isaiah chapter 28, verse 16. See, this is a, an Old Testament prophecy that regards the Lord Jesus Christ. And it says this, behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. He's also called the rock of of offense. Um, Yeah. And so, behold, I lay in, in Zion, that's in Israel, a chief cornerstone elect. That means Jesus was chosen by God to die in our place. Precious. And he that believeth on him shall not be confounded or confused unto you therefore which believe he is precious but unto but unto them which be disobedient this, let's say that again unto you therefore which believe he is precious but unto them which be disobedient the stone which the builders disavowed disallowed the same is made the head of the of the corner and a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word. There it is again. Now, what does it mean to stumble at the word? Does that mean to trip and fall down, hurt yourself? Well, it does in our uh, current English language. That's what we think about. But uh, in the the ancient Hebrew and in the Greek, it means that it, it talks about, a rushing, gushing wave of water crashing into the rocks. Well, that's what that word is, which means they which stumble, raging waves, crashing into the rocks, trying to destroy the rock of offense. They stumble at the word, being disobedient, Whereunto also they were appointed. Wait a minute. Do you mean that God chose some people to stumble at the word? No, their appointment is to be disobedient because God knew that they would stumble at the word. Mm -hmm. And so Peter is not inaccurate here. There's no contradictions in the Bible. And so we see there that there are people that stumble up the word. Don't, do that desire the sincere milk of the word uh drink it grow up and and uh, and go on to meet and uh, and be mature in the word of god don't don't do anything to do damage to the word of god don't even try it you can't because the word of god abideth forever it's here it's on my we have Kurt's got his printed copy. I have my printed copy. I've got 30 printed copies of the Bible in my home. So when the government comes to take it, they're going to have to look long and hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then uh, I want you to say this. The psalmist said, Thy word have I hidden in my heart mm-hmm. that I might not sin against thee. Mm-hmm. So memorize as much of this word as you possibly can. Yeah. Cause night cometh, yep. when no man can work. Yeah. Okay, let's continue. Let's go to chapter three, shall we? And we're gonna, and we're going to uh, uh, continue our study in just a moment. But just a few more things about the word of God. And if you'll pardon me, I have to clear my throat. <clears> throat> pardon me. Um. If you will look at Psalm chapter 119, Psalm chapter 119, over and over and over again, I think I've counted them and I can't remember the count, but in Psalm 119, uh, uh, verse eighty, excuse me, in the whole chapter of Psalm 119, it's somewhere around 40, mentions of the Word of God. If you want to learn about the Word of God, read Psalm 119. It's all about the Word of God. Uh, we, we call 1 Corinthians 13 the love chapter. Well, I call uh, Psalm chapter 119 the word chapter because time and time and time you learn about what the Word of God is. Now, we're going to have to take a break in a moment we've got about two minutes left in this but now i'm going to read to you uh a a verse of scripture and and i'm not going to tell you what it means uh in this half hour so you got to come back isn't that isn't that terrible for us to do uh, that nice Curtis? yeah but uh, we have to do it and uh, according to our our technical abilities in chapter three um well let's Let's uh, go to chapter 2, verse 25. It says, For ye were, were as sheep going astray, but now are returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your souls. And he says, likewise. Likewise what? Now, ladies, listen to what I'm saying. We love ladies. I love my dear wife. I love my dear daughter. Ladies, you have an admonition coming up. And, and I'm going to read the verse to you, and then we'll take a break, and then we're going to exposit it. it. Says here, likewise, ye wives, be subject unto your own husbands, that if any obey not the word, that they also may, without the word, be won by the conversation or way of life of the wives. Wait a minute, Dick, didn't you say that the only way people be, be be saved was by believing the word? I did. And I mean that. And so in just a few moments we're going to t- we're going to take a break and we're going to be back for the second episode of our Tuesday podcast.